I've got a bunch of white blankets and towels draped over random objects. Kind of looks like a clan rally in here. Hope the neighbors can't see. I got information overload. I got email, Facebook, and two cell phones. Everywhere I look, there's an LCD. Blair and CNN, MSNBC. Another iChat, IM, I don't need to want to see a box of puppies on a webcam feed. I want to go offline, shut down for good Get me a high-speed connection to a cabin in the woods Gonna pull the plug, get out of town No GPS is gonna track me down I want to drop out the rat race, live at my own pace Sit on my porch with a shotgun Do a couple of chores in the big outdoors Crack myself another cold one I want to drop off the deep end only for the weekend I feel like a mountain man Gonna live off the land like my grandpa did I'm going off the grid. Hello and welcome to Schmillicon Valley number four. This is Puke. I am uh, coming to you live from California. And by live, I mean dead. Dead to bits, dead to tape, dead to rights. I'm just sitting here at a, at a dining table that I've moved into the living space in front of a couch. And I have a bunch of blankets and shit hanging up, as you heard during the intro. Um, and I'm also a little nervous that uh, I don't know if my neighbors can hear me or not. So I am uh, just watching a little football here. The Brands lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Spoiler alert, even though you're not going to hear this for several days, you probably already know that the game is over, but the Browns did lose, uh, so good on them. I don't know. Uh, the Steelers lost to the Browns, which has ne- hasn't happened since like 2006 or some shit. Um, so it's a real bummer because the, the Steelers had an 11-0 to season there for a wee bit and then it just dropped right off a cliff wilder than a ride with bitcoin that season was but um i think the last last show we had i said to amy i hope that the steelers win and she was you know, objectionable about that statement and then it turns out she was the one that was right and uh, you know I, I mean i don't have any like super strong loyalties to teams so um, I think it's kind of interesting, you know, whenever a team like the Browns comes back from the brink, so to speak, and uh, that's what makes sports entertaining, is that it is not scripted, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Like right now, some guy with the number 11 is uh, running like a motherfucker for the New Orleans Saints, and he just got a touchdown. Oh, but there's a flag on the play. Anyway, this this is really hard to, <clears throat> it's really hard to record this way, because it's super distracting. I uh I might just uh, come and go into this recording. I don't I don't think so. Uh, what I need to do is find my show notes. Uh, that would make sense. Ha! All right. So I was gonna I was gonna get going here this morning and record a show because I think I was hyped up with the caffeine and whatnot. But uh, I had to go do some errands and and get outside at like nine a.m. Um, and so now it's the evening. Uh, it's almost four o'clock here, local time, and it's uh, it's I just wind down. I just get very sleepy, I guess, uh, even though I'm caffeinated. I've really been going retarded for the pre-canned uh, cold brew coffees. <laughs> Fucking today, it's like seventy degrees outside. Um, horrible. What the fuck? Uh, I want to see some snow. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I probably don't. I don't want to shovel snow. This is nice. I just, you know, I really like weather. My favorite weather is probably around 50 degrees. Like when it's when it's 50 and you can, you know, it, it's great hiking weather. You can bundle up with a jacket. And if it's not windy, I mean, it's great. Um, and then the sun comes out. It'll warm up a little bit. Be nice. But, oh, and, it, you know, then the evening's... A 50-degree evening is fantastic because then you can open the windows and it gets chilly as fuck. You just pile up the blankets on the bed. Huh, delightful. But here in fucking California, it just gets hotter and shit, and it's January, for Christ's sake. January 17th, can't believe it. I am on week number 11? Or, or 11? I think I'm on week 11. Uh, I'll start week 12, I think, Monday. Week 12 in California. Whew. I, uh, I'm still going through catching up on my photos. Man, I took a lot of fucking photos, especially over uh, Christmas and New Year's. If you haven't seen them, go to doomsdayadvicephoto.com and check them out. I have, a, I have a folder there. So you go to the photography section, and then you can go to the, the gallery that's all my... Uh, what is, it? is it a gallery or a page? Yeah. I have a section called California, and then I've separated groups of photos in there. So... I hope you, uh, you 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 can go check that out um, and enjoy the photos. I hope you enjoy them. I think most people are. Other places you can go to enjoy things is uh, is Patreon. I think I'm going to release this to the free feed because, um, well, why not? You guys might want to know what's going on out here. So the, the real juicy stuff happens on the PCL. That's the Private Channel Lounge. Go to uh, patreon.com. No. What am I, stupid? Go to portmanshow.com slash VIP. And then you have choices. Uh, you can do Patreon, you can do Subscribestar, you can do uh, PayPal. PayPal is the most annoying for us. And then after that would probably be Subscribestar. Because uh, a bunch of you whiny fucks were like, I don't like Patreon. And then nobody uh, has signed up on Subscribestar yet. But uh, we, we haven't had it for that long. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but you can, you, you know, if at any point you would like to get a hold of any of us stupid people... Uh, the easiest way is going to be the Facebook group. Not the page. We got rid of that because it was stupid and it was public and we don't need people hearing this shit. Uh, Facebook group. Join the hundreds of folks in there and ask us questions and we'll see that. It's real easy. We also have an Instagram account, Portman Show. Uh, I like to share an occasional photo on there. Usually it's just album artwork, but you can join us there. And then there's the email... Um, which is something at, at uh, show.com. Fuck, I should probably look into that. Anyway, we have an email account. Portmanshow.com slash merch you can go to to check out for things like shirts and whatnot. There it is, contact at portmanshow.com. And for anybody listening that doesn't know, Portmanshow is spelled P-O-R-T-M-A-N-S-H-E-A-U. It's kind of a uh, portmanteau of port shows anyway um it's very silly uh, if you can't spell you can go to portmanshow.com spelled s-h-o-w like most people know and we also have a portman.show url all of those go to the same place obviously it'd be very silly if they went to different places but also possibly hilarious <laughs> just just make them go to random locations man what do we got on the docket today uh like I said, week 12, I had a good new year, um, went to some places. I think I explained on the last show, we had a show, uh, a normal show-ish, you know, uh, as normal as it can get with me being in California. 
but it was uh, Andrew, Brett, and Amy were in the studio in beautiful Pennsylvania, western Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh, and I was here in California. Uh, and so this week, um, I forget what I talked about, but I think I talked about my trip over New Year's to uh, some delightful beaches, the Black Sands Beach. It's called a Lost Coast. I think I talked about it, but those photos are coming up soon. Um, oh man, I just want to, I really want to go back there and do a proper hike of this entire coast. Allegedly it would take three days. Uh, there's a spot near this, uh, town called Shelter Cove and, uh, it just looks so cool. Like the beach, the beach is literally made up of little tiny, well, I mean, actually they're like, you know, they go everywhere from like walnut to M&M size down to proper sand size, but they're all little black stones. And the, you know, the, the M&M sized ones are all uh, smooth from, obviously, the actions of the waves. And so because of this, the, the, the sand is black, but it's not just, you know, like boring fuck little tiny sand. There's texture to it. Um, I have photos coming where you can see it. I might have put some up on Instagram already. I forget. Um... But it was just it was just so fucking gorgeous. And then it's like fifty miles of beach that was has never been developed because it is it's the beach of this crazy, rocky, pebbly sand. And then there's just mountains that like rise, I don't know, several hundred feet. You know, they're they're quite steep. And so you can't build anything on them. Uh you can't you could barely even like probably hike up them. I mean, you'd have to like climb them with rope almost. So because of this, it is a, uh, it's now a natural preserve, and you can hike this entire beach, I guess, in the summer people do it, but that seems like it would be hot as fuck, because it's, it's black, like the sand is black, but maybe that's, maybe that's something that's good, because then you can get in the water, and the water's cold. I don't know, though, um, there's signs everywhere that say, look out for sneaker waves, and, uh, warning, you're gonna fucking die if you get too close to this shit. So I don't know if I uh, if I would ever swim in this water. Oh, the water! That reminds me. Uh, I'll get to that. That's somewhere in my other other notes. Um, super handy to put all of your notes in what they call the same fucking place. <laughs> uh, so let me just quickly move that note over to here. Uh, the Lost Coast. Great name too. Who doesn't want to go hike the Lost Coast? That's probably where... Jesus, fuck, what am I doing? I seem to be incapable of getting a link that I saved in Google Notes? Google Keep. I saved this note in Google Keep, and then I can't fucking paste it over. Oh, good, and now... Now, how many times have you ever copied something and then pasted it somewhere else and it's the formatting just drives you fucking insane because it, it copied, like, the background color for some reason? Like, why the fuck's it copying the background color? I don't know. Uh, God, what was I even talking about? I distracted the fuck out of my own self. Um, so I want to go back to this beach. I, w- I would love to do it proper and do the full three-day hike. Uh it, it must be murder on your thighs because this uh, pebbly, like it's smooth pebbles, right? Smooth, wet pebbles. So walking on them is just, your feet just don't stick or purchase or you have no grip. Uh, it's I think it's worse than sand because sand, when you get near the water, right, when it gets wet, it compacts down and it can be much easier to walk on. But these pebbles were a real pain in the dick. 
Um, so that was somewhere around New Year's, and I think it was after New Year's Day. I think it might have been New Year's Day, actually. Uh, I'm going to get a drink of water. And we're back. Let's make sure that we are recording. Okay, I'm going to have to delete a bunch of that. All right, where were we? I got my drink of water. And a seltzer. (coughs) That helped good. And now we're back. Got my drink of water. Got my seltzer. Ready to go. So I went to this beach. uh, The Lost Coast. Look it up online. Any of the stuff that I talk about. uh, Just look it up online. Fucking Google shit. Like, you people know how this works, right? How long has that stuff been around? Anyway. I don't need to provide links for you lazy fucks. I uh, I had gone to a beach, I think. Was it earlier that morning? I think it was, yeah. So I stayed in a hotel, and I get up early in the morning, New Year's Day, and I'm just driving along. No, no, that was earlier. That was New Year's Eve. Huh. Anyway, I could just say that the story that I was on, I got up early, it was great, went to a beach, got some amazing photos of a sunrise. Um... But what I was going to talk about is that, so that was like Friday that I went to Black Sands, but New Year's Eve day, I was driving up the coast and I ended up at a beach called Blind Beach. Um, it's in California. It's on the ocean. I'm going to look it up real quick. Blind Beach. Um, it's near Jenner, California. So Blind Beach, uh... A gorgeous location. I think I got some great, great photos. There's this, you know, giant sea stack out there off the beach. Um, I was just driving along and I could see the waves. Like this was a great day, a great weekend for big waves. And when I say big waves, I don't know what the fuck that means. To me, they were like uh, 12 feet or something. I looked it up. The the swells were like 10 to 12 feet or something like that. I guess I don't really know what that means. Like, is that the wave out in the ocean? Where do they measure this shit? Do they have buoys out there that just go up and down? I don't know. Uh, I looked up the surf report uh, just just to see what it was what it was like, and it was, let's say, 11 feet. The waves were 11 feet. Uh, must have been some stormy weather at some point, and so it's great for me as a photographer because there's these big, scary fuck waves coming in at me, but they're smashing off the rocks, these sea stacks out in the surf as the, you know, the tide goes down. And so this beach is a pretty good-sized beach. Uh, it's got a huge sea stack out there that has one of those arches. Everybody loves an arch. Uh, fucking McDonald's was out there on a beach one day, and he said, boom, look at that arch. What if there were two of them? French fries. Uh, and then on the way home, he made secret sauce. That's that's how I heard it. So I was out there. I was taking pictures. It was great. I... Uh, <laughs> I, I was on this beach, you had to hike down to it, and as the tide was going out, this is the spot where, where was I? Oh, I was getting kind of nervous, um, you know, because these waves would come in, and then there'd be a giant one, and like a lot of water would come up, but the tide was going out, so I kind of snuck around um, one of these um, bits of rock that stuck out into the water, and then as the tide receded, I was able to go around it, but I was still kind of nervous because every now and then a big wave would come in and splash right up there, so I was worried that I'd get caught. And then this is what happened to me later on that Black Sands beach where I, I did this again. And if you want to get good photos, sometimes you get wet, but, like, I, I don't need to get sucked out in any fucking undertow, and you'll see why as the story continues. Uh, 
But uh, these photos are going to be uh, very interesting for years to come for me, at least, because of what happened a couple of days later. Um, this was a large uh, park area. Um, there was a lot of people there. By the time I left, I was like, this, this, i got to get the fuck out of here. There's just too many people. Like, it's, it does, it's not good for photography if there's people. Because I don't fucking like people. Sometimes it's okay. Like, if there is a large wave crashing on a walk, on a walk, then it makes delicious stir-fry. If it crashes on a rock, then you, you have a person maybe for uh, perspective. Like, it, it gives you some amount of scale. Uh, but mainly, they just annoy me because they're like children running around and making noise and just stupid people taking selfies. Um, but part of this beach, you can go up. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. There's a spot where you could go up, um, and you have to see these photos. Like, there's these cliffs, right, that lead down to the beach. So you hike up the cliff, and then you drive around, and you can get to another spot. But there was no parking. So I'm like, hmm, what what is this over here? And uh, I thought it was a parking spot, and it turns out it was um, it was like a railroad tie with a big metal thing sticking out of it. So it made some unfortunate noises on the bottom of the car uh, when I tried to drive over it. Um, the car still runs, though, so hopefully it didn't do too much permanent damage. But I think I got some neat photos. And just the time of day and the angle of the sun and stuff meant that I couldn't get really the coolest photos of the arch. None of my photos are going to feature this arch. I don't think. None of the good ones. So, oh well. But the story goes that Sunday, um, I should probably bring up that article. Where the fuck did it go? For fuck's sake. I am a back-end fetch failed. Okay. That makes sense. How about front-facing fuck face? Fucking Christ. What? Oh, there it goes. I got it to work. It's probably, for, oh my god. Then there's like a thousand pop-ups. Don't you want to buy a free trial and sign up and give us your location and allow this, that, and the other? Ugh, anyway, so that 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 week, you know, um, that weekend, I'm at the beach. What a rambling fucking mess. Why do you listen to this? I'm on these beaches, and I'm watching these big waves come in. And I'm nervous because I don't know fuck all about the ocean other than it kills you. And it's filled with... Like, it's a thing, it's a place where, that will kill you, and then it's filled with things that will kill you. And so, uh, I don't want to be too close to the cocksucker. But this, you know, this whole time I've been out here in California, several times I've watched these, these, these families. And they've got little kids, like little fucking kids barely able to walk or some shit, right? And they're climbing around, clamoring on these rocks. What do we, what do we call it? Scrabbling? <laughs> they're playing Scrabble on these rocks. Scrambling. Thanks, Nick, for the correction scrambling on these rocks and uh it seems uh not smart right because of the the few interactions that i've had where just these these waves the the sleeper or sneaker or rogue waves just pop up out of nowhere that are much larger than the rest of the waves and i've had a, a two or three times now where i've the worst i've gotten was just my my feet soaked right or, you know, my shoes and socks and legs. Uh, but, you know, you can feel the water's pretty strong. And I am a 200-some pounds, 6'2 fella. And I it makes me nervous, the amount of power that the, the water has. So I'm back home, and I'm randomly scrolling through uh, Twitter, I think. And 
it just happened to be uh, an article popped up about uh, some bad things that happened with children and their father at this blind beach. Um, and this must have been a bad day for a lot of people because it was a pretty busy beach. But, sadly, two young children, six and four, somehow were the, you know, you, you instantly want to say, like, oh, what a piece of shit parent, which they probably were. But sometimes kids just get away and, you know, you turn your back and one of them sleeper waves uh, kills both your kids. So the six-year-old girl and four-year-old boy were apparently swept out to sea, and the father tried to save them, and they all three died. And the father's body was recovered, I guess, but at the time of, of you know, them writing this article, uh, the kids were gone, like, just forever. They didn't find any bodies. Um, so quite sad. Um, and, well... You know, I wonder if it was worse weather because, like, I went there, it was sunny and the waves were quite large. And I, I got, like, you know, a, a warning on my, my wave surf report app, you know, saying they were large waves. Um, and they were when I was up at uh, the Blind Beach. But then, you know, that was Saturday I got back, uh, Saturday morning. So this was Sunday. And there was the reason I came back is because the weather went right to shit. Um, it was a long drive home about five or six hours in the dark in the rain along uh not recommended to drive in a crappy rental car well i guess it would you could have worse cars but the lights weren't the headlights aren't great on this fucking chevy malibu but it wasn't fun driving on this <laughs> this two-lane road that's super windy that i'm not familiar with and if you drive over a cliff you end up in the fucking ocean <laughs> and it was raining like a motherfucker right so it's hard to see uh, because I don't have great night vision, and or I just don't think I do. I don't know. I feel like some people have better night vision, or maybe they just are stupid and they just don't care. I don't know. I feel like the glare gets me real bad. There's a lot of times when I'm driving at night, if it's raining, and I just cannot fucking see uh, where any of the, the lines are and shit. Um, and that bothers me, because I end up getting in the wrong lanes and stuff like that, and cutting people off or something, not realizing what the hell lane I'm in. And I'm sure this happens to everybody else. Uh, it can't just be me. But when you're in an unfamiliar area, it's even worse. So it was bad weather, and it had to have only gotten worse on Sunday. And uh, I don't know if this picture is accurate, but on on Twitter, the local news that shared this story has a accompanying photo, and it uh, it's like a rescue helicopter flying in what looks like fairly bad weather. Uh, you know, just like completely gray, looks like it's probably raining hard. It's an angry ocean. So, I'm. Uh, oh, here in the article it says uh, a man, the man's friend, the father, his friend and wife, dragged the dude's body out of the water. So, like, you know, an adult man wasn't able to survive, and these poor fucking kids were just, you know, gone. And it just, man, it's crazy. Like, people definitely do not respect uh, the ocean enough. I do. I respect fuck out it. So there's some happy, happy times. I will always think about the people that died only a couple days after the, the photos I took. Um, hmm. Año Nuevo Beach. I think I talked about that already, but for some reason it's still on my notes. I'm going to click that. Um, it was just, I think it was the best time I've had on a beach because it was shitty and rainy and I saw a elephant seal, an elephant seal. 
Um, and there was almost zero other people, and it was great. And I found a fucking seashell. Did I talk about the seashell? I don't remember if I did, but I'm just walking along, and oh, holy shit. This is why people pick up these, or this is why people walk on beaches, because there was this giant seashell there. And I think my mother judged me. On Facebook, when I posted a photo of it, she was like, well, did you take it? And I was like, fuck yes, I did. There was, there was, like, if I wasn't going to take it, somebody else would. (laughs) I don't know. I think some beaches, um, like Point Lobos is a state park that is a big beach. Photos to come soon on doomsdatavicephoto.com. And they have signs everywhere that say, don't, don't take anything. I took something. I took like a, a tiny little fucking bead sized pebble that was green. I was just sitting there. And this is another one of these very pebbly beaches. And I believe I shared um, a video of the location where I was at. Or if I haven't, I took a video. Anyway, I need to share that at some point. But I was just sitting there taking a break. And I looked down in this very pebbly, like a lot of kind of like browns. (laughs) Football. Brown colored pebbles and such. And there was this little tiny green one that was, you know, kind of like a jade green. I'm like, oh, there you go. Put that in my pocket. Fuck, Fuck the world. Um, believe me, there'll be more gravel where that came from. And if everybody thought that, then there wouldn't be any, right? Yeah, you can't tell me that there aren't, uh... I mean, like, it's not like they check your pockets. Like, kids could get out of there, like, Andy Dufresne at fucking Shawshank Redemption's worth of pebbles if they wanted to. Um, I took one that was the size of a pea, for fuck's sake. Anyway, what's that even talking about? Anio Nuevo Beach. Um, man, it just... You ever been to one of those places... And you're just like, man, I, I wish that feeling would stick around. It was it was just great. It was, I don't know, it was just enchanting. Like, that's the word I would use. It's just like, uh, if it wasn't so fucking cold and rainy. <laughs> but that's part of the reason. Like, it was Christmas Day and cold and rainy. So I saw, uh, you know, a total of like 10 people. And mainly when I was leaving is when I saw these people. And as I... And I'm glad I actually saw these people because they were like, hey, was that an elephant seal? They absolutely did not have that accent. They said, uh, is that an elephant seal over there? And I was like, yeah, he scared me. I was walking around the corner and didn't realize he was there, you know, because it just looks like a fucking rock and then it moves. Um, But anyway, then I was talking to one of the fellas and he informed me about like, you know, the elephant seals in the area and how there's a a protected beach down the way and it just gets filled to the brim with uh elephant seals and smells like horrific shit in the in the whatever time of year that they like uh I don't know what you call it but they swarm a beach cuz seals do that where they uh they come out of the ocean I guess to fuck and hang out sun uh but there's thousands of them on a beach and they're all just a pooping constantly I guess anyway Año Nuevo Abicho. Helpful tip. Don't put your vape through the washing machine. Um, I have a couple of vapes here with me in California. One of them um, is like a volcano and just spews fucking um, (laughs) vape juice out of it constantly, it seems. Especially when at altitude, um, if you like just driving around San Francisco or the Bay Area or whatever, I've, I've had it start leaking like crazy. And ever since, it really was just terrible um, when Andrew and I took our drive around the, the, 
the tall bits over there in Lake Tahoe, it just leaked out absolutely everywhere. Um, and then lately, even though I've changed out the atomizer, it, it continues to leak, you know, driving up a hill. Because some of the hills around here are pretty steep or tall. Doesn't matter how steep they are, but maybe it does. Maybe if it was like a really slow grade, it wouldn't leak because the pressure change is gradual. Um, but anyway, uh, sometimes it's just been leaking sitting in my fucking car. So I also have a little vape pod which uses the um, nicotine salts. If you don't know what nicotine salts are, they're like a concentrated version of the normal nicotine juice that goes in a vape. So I have this little tiny thing. It's about the size of a you know a pack of a single pack of gum, not one of those gay packs of gum like they have now, where they're all rectangular like an envelope. I'm talking about the old juicy fruit. Uh, you know, juicy fruit used to come in those packs that was, I don't know, five sticks, eight sticks, whatever the fuck it was. My dad always had one on him, especially at church, and it was a great little vape. Well, I thought it was great. It was it was perfect to just, like, when you don't want to carry around a big thing, and it didn't leak much. Uh, but the the pods, which is what they're called, because it's, it's not quite the same as, like, a big vape mod, but they come with these little pods. It's kind of a replication of, uh, what was that, what was those fucking vapes that everybody uh, was claiming that they were advertising to kids, and we had to, we had to outlaw vapes. Oh, that's probably coming here. I bet. I bet Biden outlaws fucking vaping. <sighs> Jewels. Um, it's kind of a replication of that style where it's it's, you know, it's it's a lot less fussy. Like all you have to do is is put juice into it. Like Jewels, you, you have the entire paw and you buy new ones and pop them in and out when they they go bad. So that's pretty convenient. But these um, these kind that I have, you can refill the juice. So obviously, it's a little bit cheaper. But then I forgot to take it out of my pants, and I washed it, so obviously it was fucking destroyed, <laughs> which is a real bummer. But, um, thankfully, I, f I found a, a vape store. I thought they were all illegal, but it turns out, uh, f funny thing, when you go on Google Maps and you can look around, uh, you know, that's, Jesus, I love Google Maps because you just go on it and you search around, and you're like, oh, there's a thing I didn't know existed, gonna go check it out. So I'm... Ugh. that's how I found most of these beaches to go to as I just scroll through and there'll be a little tag you know that says like shark fin cove that's how I first found that and I was like whoa I'm gonna check that out that sounds neat and it has turned out to be quite neat um but because I destroyed my vape I needed to find a new vape and I didn't really want to wait around uh for it to come in the mail so I did some research. Well, maybe now's a good time to update because to a new vape because they change constantly. Um, there's always new ones coming out, and sometimes they're better. You never know. So I found some information on a, a new vape. They're they're by UL. They're called uh, what the fuck? The hell are they called? I don't know if you care. The UL Caliburn and Caliburn Cocoa Fuckamanut or something. I don't I don't know. Did, like, the Chinese, you know, they come up with these fucking batshit crazy... Like, if you just got a dictionary, and you just randomly found two English words and mashed them together, and they make, like, interesting sounds, like a chongolong ding-dong. You know, I mean, if it was that crazy, because I'm sure that, like, to somebody who doesn't speak English that well, there's like, Coco, that sounds fine, but it doesn't... Or, they do speak English good, and... 
the word cocoa is a happy word, and people like it. But Caliburn? I don't even... Like, what the fuck does that mean? Anyway, I found reviews for this new vape pod. Um, they seemed quite good. And then I'm looking around to be like, well, are there any stores in San Francisco? I thought they were all outlawed. Uh, and they were, I guess. But it turns out San Francisco is this tiny little part of the entire fucking Bay Area. So there was a metric fuck ton of vape shops in Oakland, which is <laughs> right across the Bay Area. So good job, San Francisco. You just forced all of the small businesses that were selling a product to adults that fucking wanted that product across the Bay. So now you don't get that tax money. Like, it's it's a perfect analogy for how fucking stupid cities are or governments are, but especially the ones here in this god-awful state. So I found a place, and I got... Uh, I should look this up. Let's see here. Okay, I found it. It. I was going to go get the Caliburn Cocoa Prime. So it's just a little... Just kind of like I, I had. Um, but it got really good reviews. So it's a little tiny... I was trying to take it apart here as I talk. It's this tiny little vape pod system. Um, but it's actually like a little miniature mod system. Because you can change out the coils. So you put your own juice in. You can change out the coils. I use a 50 milligram uh, vape salts, which was fine in my other vape pod, which was like a little, I don't know what it was called. But um, I actually found a store. I went there. A very delightful Asian lady helped me out. And they had this. And they also had the Caliburn G, which is um, more of a stick shape with a button. So the cocoa, you just draw on it. Like you just suck. You just suck on it, and it, it, it fires up the element to heat it, and you, you get your delicious nicotine. But the Caliburn G has an added button, so if you like to press a button versus just suck on the, the mod, um, you have that choice, I guess. So I said, fuck it, they're only like 40 bucks a piece or something, so um, in case I happen to wash one of them again, because they're so small and they were in my pocket, like I, the best part about these two tiny ones is they fit in my... Um, my watch pocket of my jeans. It's a very convenient place. Which is also what led me to wash them because I forgot about it. But um, So I ended up buying both. And they work out pretty good. They I haven't had any leaking issues. Um, and they actually have pretty fucking decent flavor compared to my, like, my full-size mod. Now the Caliburn G has a problem where it has this button. And you can't really turn it off that Easily, you, you click the button five times, but it's a pain in the dick to have to do that every time you put it back in your pocket because it has a button, so it fires every time, uh, pretty much, that it's in my pocket. I mean, it's going to get depressed, and it happened a couple times, and I'm like, okay, this will be the one that I like put in the car or travel with, uh, so it's great. So I have, I have the G to put in the car for when I'm just driving around and I you know I'm just basically going to leave my my big mod here for couch vaping um because that's the one that leaks like crazy and then I have the tiny one that I can carry in my pocket for like when I'm hiking or something um and it doesn't have a button so it's perfect for the pocket <laughs> but uh so I put my regular juice in the one pod and the pods are interchangeable so that's another great thing um but my my 50 milligram nicotine salts uh, so I do, it's like 6 milligram in the regular nicotine stuff. And then I do 50 fucking milligrams in the regular stuff because I guess it didn't really atomize much in that other little tiny vape pod system that I had. Because with this Coco Prime, 
holy fuck, lower your milligrams, folks. Um, it gets me so high. Uh, it is probably not smart at all, but I don't know. It's got this fucking goofy thing where the sides, it has interchangeable little steel fancy sides plates that are like have artwork. I just took those off and threw them in a drawer, obviously. Um, no need for those. But hey, if you're, uh, I guess I'm a vapor reviewer now. If you're in the need for a new little nice and portable pod system that seems to work quite well so far, I've had it for like a month. Uh, Cal- UL Caliburn Pro- Coco Prime or Caliburn G. Again, the, the naming is out of China and it's insane. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to add some show notes. And through the beauty of editing, all of that silence is removed, so you don't have to hear me just sitting here typing. What else? Vapes. Don't wash them. Smart. Um, oh, over Christmas time, I just decided to say fucking Merry Christmas to everybody I saw. I used to not really be a, a huge fan, you know, uh, what do you call it, being like a contrarian. Just being contrarian. But now, the contrarian thing to be is <laughs> fucking weird, right? The contrarian position is to say Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays. Why don't we say Happy Christmas or Merry Holidays? I don't know. Happy Holidays. I guess it's alliteration. Um, so nowadays, I just say Merry Christmas. And uh, that was a short topic. Square bathroom sinks. Don't get them. This Airbnb has square sinks in the bathrooms. And they just collect uh, shaving scum and toenails in the corners, and you can't get the fucking water to them to to rinse them down. So helpful tip there. Also, I think in one of Andrew's houses, he has a sink that came in the house, and it is just a square bottom, right? So, well, I guess right-angled bottom. It's a rectangle, so it's not really square. But anyway, instead of having a nice curve down to the drain, it has uh, a 90-degree angle, and that's fucking stupid. That's not not smart, because um, I know he's bitched about the one in his Air, Airbnb property forever, and now I'm in an Airbnb with the same thing in the sinks. I think the I think the kitchen sink is the same way. Yeah. Anyway, square square bottomed sinks are just stupid. They should have a, a wee bit of roundage on them. The sink isn't as bad because it has one of those handy um, uh, spigots or faucets that pulls out and has the hose. Or the yeah the hose so you can spray it around, uh, but this the, the bathrooms obviously don't, and so that's just a helpful tip for if you're if you're remodeling a bathroom or looking at a house and it has square square sinks, just plan to replace those at some point because they suck, suck balls. Next topic is I'm a fucking nerd, um, so I like to watch ridiculous things, and there's a YouTube channel called Technology Connections, and it is this. Uh, rather snarky fella um, who does fascinating reports um, is reports the uh, that's not the right I'm going to put a link to this YouTube channel in the show notes go to uh, portmanshow.com and see the show notes there uh, so I, I'm, I'm watching this channel and this guy just talks about you know like a lot of kind of interesting technology and i've seen quite a few like he's done lava lamps and he tried to make his own lava lamp and crazy shit like that let's hear what are some of the other videos that i liked uh what else oh toasters 
He has like a, an 11 minute video on how toasters work and how they're invented and all that shit, which is interesting. Um, some sort of, oh, one on the percolator for coffee. Uh, he's done uh, video cassette players. You know, it's really, it's interesting. It's interesting if you're a nerd and you like mechanical stuff or technology stuff or electronics. Um, but he did one on dishwashers and you're like, okay, that sounds stupid. But just wait, there's more. It was actually quite fascinating because he, uh, you know, he he actually explained exactly how they work, how they're designed to work, how they how the design really hasn't changed in decades. But all of these, we love pods now. Everything's a fucking pod. Um, so really, a, actually, I think it is the only thing you can get now. I went to I went to Target to get some dishwashing liquid or powder, or pods, and it was all pods, except for, I think they had a couple boxes of powder, but in this video, he is uh, showing you how how the little thingamajig works, where you put, you're supposed to put powder in, right? Back in the day, it was powder, so you pour the powder in, you close this little flap, and then you wash your dishes, and everyone's like, it don't fucking work, but he did all this experimentation, and shows you, like, exactly how the dishwasher works, and what the different cycles are, and he explained that like dishwashers, you know, they always have that double little tray where you're supposed to put the powder. And the one is the main dispenser section, and that's where you would put a pod nowadays. But then there's also this little pre-wash tray, pre-wash little spot. And because of the pods, you don't use that anymore. But that, like, puts soap into the, the, the way the dishwasher works. It, like, you know, has, like, a pre-rinse cycle. And so if there's soap in there, that's good because you get some soapy action. And then when it goes into the full soap proper wash cycle, then it's like having a double wash, I guess. Wash. Uh, is way more fascinating than how I am explaining it. So I, I would suggest checking it out. It was pretty It was pretty cool. Link to his channel is in the show notes. Um, but because of that, like, I, you know, I love this kind of shit where you just learn, I guess as a curious person, I like learning about things where you just had no idea where you're like, oh, that's why the fuck there's these two little trays to put soap in. And so now because of the, the pods, we, the convenience of this fucking pod system and you know, pods for clothes washers too, may always make me wonder because it's not a very good measuring system, right? Like with the liquid soap in a in a dishwasher, I'm sorry. Either either well, I guess either or in the clothes washer, you put the liquid in and you can you can measure it out just right. You can do less or more. But with the pods, it's like you can just chuck a whole fucking pod in there and if you're only doing a couple items of clothing, like a, a pair of dirty pants, like you're just wasting an entire pod that also works for a whole shitload more clothes. But in the dishwashers, um, it was really neat to learn how they work and that, like, here's how you're supposed to use it. Because who the fuck's ever read a direction on, on dishwashers? You, at some point, your parents are just like, you jam. First of all, you wash the dishes in the sink, and then you jam them in the dishwasher, and then you put a little powder in here, and that's it. And, like, nobody ever fucking thinks about it. So um, if you're a curious person, check out this this YouTube channel, Technology Connections. This guy's he's pretty funny, too. He's... He's like a very dry kind of snarky wit. Um, and if you're a, a nerdy type who is curious about how things work, especially, you know, 
obscure technology or like shit from the 90s. It does a lot of old technology stuff because the 90s uh, were the best. It, we're, that was like peak civilization. And then from that point on, it's gone right to shit. Just right to shit. Um, I don't know why I have all those windows open. I'm going to close those. And an example of things going to shit is... Um, oh, click that. Oh, I have to talk about that at some point, but uh, how how long? How long is this episode go? 48 minutes. Been talking for a minute here, haven't I? Uh, closing that window. Closing that window. I, I got a lot more to a lot more to talk about. I got to take a break. And I'm back from my little break. The Saints and Buccaneers are tied at 13. Interesting game. They're getting a little chippy out there on the field. Not really a big fan of either one of those uh Teams don't know much about them or anything. I mean, the Buccaneers is like one of those teams that uh, I was like, what? This this team exists? Uh, they've done so poorly throughout most of my life, or at least in the 90s. I don't know. That nobody knew that they exist. I didn't know they existed. I don't know who the fuck's in Florida. And now here they've got Tom Brady, and they're trying to get to the Super Bowl. Fucking Tom Brady. Hmm. So, let's see here. Uh, Filecoin. I've been getting all, been getting the bits fever uh, the last couple weeks. Obviously, Bitcoin is uh, went through the fucking roof. Went from, I think, within a week's time, it went from its all-time high of twenty grand up to forty thousand dollars a bit, uh, and then it's been all over the fucking place since then. But anyway, um, you know, yeah. In 2017, you know, it it went up and everybody's like, oh my God, Bitcoin, and then it crashed. And it's like, man, I wish I'd had the forethought or foresight to to just like, just put a little away. Um, A lot of the landscape has changed because now there's a lot of exchanges. uh, And I don't think they existed back in 2017. So just in the last, wow, it is four years. Just in the the past three to four years, you know, there's there's all of these exchanges where you can do what they call dollar cost averaging, where it's basically like a savings account. And you can just put in an amount of money every week or every day or whatever the fuck you want to do or every month. And, And then, like, if I had been doing that over the past three years, Bitcoin, you know, probably could have done all right. But, uh, uh, and then again, I should have done that, you know, I mean, I knew about Bitcoin for a fucking decade, because it came out in, what, 09? So, like, 2010, 2011, I learned about it, and um, it's just been getting easier to get ever since then, and and now it makes, well, I don't know if it makes more sense, but, you know, I just get sucked into, sounded like something happened. I don't know if it's the neighbors opening the door or something. I've got these noise-canceling headphones on, so it's kind of weird. Uh, some sound gets through and some doesn't. And it spooked me. So I, I get intrigued. You know, I, I kind of go through these cycles where I, I don't care about a thing and don't pay any attention to it, and then I get really excited about it and have to do a bunch of research and all this shit. And that's probably not a great way to um, invest in anything. But <laughs> But this year, or not this year, it's 2021. Last year, 2020, really... Is, is one of those years where it's like, if you're paying attention to the, the mon- monetary system, uh, holy fuck, figure out something. Um, uh, buy a house. Um, s- well, I was going to say save money, but like, f- you know, saving money doesn't do anything if it goes into, you know, the inflation is going to be fucking insane. Biden, you know, Trump spent like a motherfucker. 
Um, and then COVID came along and it was even worse. And then Biden is going to get in there and it's just going to be, <laughs> I mean, there's just no, you know, it's just going to be a fire hose. Like what is, it's going to be worse than a fire hose. It's going to be like that, um, that water system that was underneath the launch pad for the, um, the Apollo rockets where it could pump in like 80 bajillion gallons of water in a minute. Um, it's going to be like that with the, the printing of money or the creation of money. Um, it's going to be bad. And so on, you know, I've been thinking a lot here in the past several months and sadly not thinking, you know, I don't know. I just kicked myself that I'm like, fuck, you know, hindsight is so strong. But anyway, so I've decided to, uh, to really start to, to just try and invest and do some of that dollar cost averaging and like, you know, kind of diversify because I have a 401k and I have an IRA and I have some savings, but that's all in basically U.S. cash dollars, right? And, or the 401k is, I mean, that's good because you get matched some tax-free money unless the cocksucking company you work for lays you off and then you don't get that match, which was a real fucking blow to the dick. But I did get a bonus, I guess. But anyway, I would, uh, I would recommend, you know, keeping a real close eye on that fucking stock market shit because I don't, I don't trust it. You need to get on to the internets and, and do your research folks, because it's, it's a scary world out there. If you know anything about monetary policy and inflation and, you know, there's, there's plenty of people out there that are like, well, they you know, they probably think the economy is great because they're getting free money <laughs> and, and the stock market's high and there's low interest rates. So they can, they can buy a house really cheap. Uh, which is, is true, except for the fact that, like, at some point, it's going to come crashing back down. That, that you know, Icarus can only go so high before the sun cooks his wings off and he comes crashing down. Um, so I've been researching uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, just seeing what's out there. There's a lot of new stuff that has come along. I, you know, I, I mean, I, I vaguely keep an eye on it just out of curiosity, and then I have all these nerd friends like you know nick that, that keep an eye on stuff because he uh he was much more smart with cryptocurrencies than i was um and so you know i'm like okay so this seems like a good hedge against inflation and and, and a good uh way to diversify your savings is to really pay attention and to maybe invest in cryptocurrencies because it's it's a technology that's not going away and everybody says like, oh, Bitcoin, it's just this this fake nothing digital whatever. But it, the, the technology underlying Bitcoin is like it's it's now become an ecosystem of, of programming technologies uh, that actually do have a use. Like XRP is one that's really has held my interest for quite some time. And even though there's, you know, it, it, it hasn't made anybody a shitload of money, I guess, uh, like Bitcoin has, it, I keep hearing these rumors that um, despite the SEC lawsuit that it is a global, you know, it's a global system. And so if if they can become popular, you know, like it's crazy because it, the U.S. isn't, it's not the only country on the planet anymore. So Ripple is a company, I guess it's based in the U.S. or was, but like they have contracts with banks and countries all over the fucking planet. So if the U.S. tries to destroy this company, they're just going to be like, okay, fuck your financial system. We'll just 
give our services, you know, sell our services to all of these foreign companies. Because what they're doing, I don't think, well, is it illegal? I guess it, the legality is whatever the government decides it is. So anyway, um, it's possible that that's, that's, you know, that's this is one of those, like, investments that you hope that will go up over time. Uh, obviously, I, th- I think that the, you know, I don't know. It's like Tesla stock. Like, everybody... Maybe that's not a good example either. I don't know. Fuck all. Like, I'm just hoping that it goes up, obviously, because I want to make money. And that's, I think, what most people are doing. But a lot of people are looking at it like it's gambling. Like, you put your money into this this thing and it goes up. And you're hoping that you're, you'll be able to, like, shove a bunch of money into an altcoin. It goes up. You sell it. And then you make a quick buck. But if you would, or if I, this is all about me. If I had looked at cryptocurrencies a little bit more intelligently and less emotionally, you know, what I should have done is just, since I had learned about these fucking technologies, like, you could be, you know, putting a little bit of money at, at a time, doing your research, and, and treating these cryptocurrencies like stocks, where, yeah, everybody, all the libertarians are like, this is going to replace money, and maybe it will someday, but a lot of these cryptocurrencies, to me, it seems like you can just look at them like I- investing in a technology, and one of the coins that I've I've been reading about the last week or so was called Filecoin. And this one just came about a couple years ago. And in light of some of the things that have happened recently with like the parlor website uh, basically being, you know, shunned by all of these large corporations, like especially Amazon AWS, which is a, a you know, a cloud a client a cloud server service. Is that a cloud? Cloud storage service? Anyway, Amazon Web Services. Right, so they just have server farms, and you put your information on their servers, but now you're at the whims of one corporation. And so this Filecoin is a technology where you can uh, basically have a distributed file system. So it's a non-centralized, or what's the word? Decentralized file sharing system. And it's basically one of the first ones that I've heard that uses blockchain technology for something other than just money. Like it's an actual use case for the technology outside of just transferring money around. And it really piqued my interest because it seems like something that could be extremely useful. Um, cause if you have, you know, information, you know, this last year goes to show like <laughs> any way that you can get around the gatekeepers of information would be a good thing. Um, some of the problems that it may encounter is that uh, there's always the boogeyman of terrorism and child porn. Like, you know, governments can use that to, to attack anything um, or anyone. And so, you know, that might be one of the avenues where, like, uh, it, get, it gets brought down, I guess. But it's it seems like... It seems like, you know, why not put a few thousand bucks into this thing called Filecoin... It's a cryptocurrency. It's on exchanges. And then you just see where it goes. And, you know, it's it's like investing in anything else. What if you learn about a company like Tesla? What if you like Tesla 10 years ago and you're like, well, I'm going to buy some of their stock. And if you still had it to this day, you know, you could have made a shitload of money. The same thing with Bitcoin. If you would put a bunch of money in Bitcoin when it was 100 bucks when you first heard about it. Or in my case, when it was 5 bucks, um, And you'd put 1000 bucks into it and you still had those bits you'd be a lot better off and 
obviously we could all stand to be better off. I think <laughs> so. So it's it, it was interesting. I was in the shower thinking about this, and uh, you know, I mean, distributed files seems like a very important thing. The way that you know, it seems like censorship is is one of those. Um, I don't know. It's one of those uh, tyrannies that has has gained a lot of traction in the past twenty years. I mean, look at everyone was a terrorist, and we had to have uh, you know tracking of everybody and all the spy stuff with the, the the fucking Patriot Act and whatnot. And now with Biden coming into office and all these crazy fuck liberals controlling everything, it seems like uh, they're just going to lose their fucking mind and try and and just do the, the crazy commie left horseshit where they, they ban all free information. You know, it's it's like a digital book burning. I saw an article that I shared on my personal Facebook, and I apologize to... I don't... I don't know. I feel bad about sharing my opinions about things because when I see other people do it, and Nick was right, uh, shame a sharer, but I feel like I do it a few enough times. And some of this stuff is important to me where it's, and it's also so stupid because now that I'm saying it out loud, it's like, what am I accomplishing? Nothing. I don't know. I'm hoping that somebody that is in my friends and family might see it and also think about it something, you know, uh, critically because I have friends all over the place from the army and work and this, that, and the other. And I don't know if, you know, maybe they haven't thought about the, the, the ramifications because they, they look at these news stories and if you just look at it at face value and you don't fucking think about it at all, there's there's all this talk about like like uh, pre- banning or, or preventing misinformation. And it's such a fucking loaded term because you're not banning misinformation. You are, you are controlling information. It's just information. And who gets to determine that it is misinformation or correct information? Well, if you don't trust the the end reader or the end consumer of the information to be smart enough to determine for themselves what is correct or incorrect information, then you have to form some sort of fucking controlling group. And whether it's a corporation or the government or like a, a committee of fucking you know, college geniuses that have decreed from on high that this is what you get to learn. Uh, you know, it's it's like one of my favorite books in the world is Fahrenheit 451. And it has always, you know, just intrigued me that the thought, you know, or the idea of a future where information is so tightly controlled that, you know, the fireman's job is to burn the books, not to put out fires. And it's a great fucking premise, and it was written in the... Jeez, when did Bradbury write that? The 50s or something? And now here it is, you know, we have these digital book burnings where whoever whoever screams and cries the loudest gets to scare the corporations into just blocking off, uh, you know, sections of the internet. Or, you, you know, it's the right of a company to not publish something or to not contract with a company, but it's another thing to... Like, it's a slippery slope, Right. And if we let the government or these corporations that have gotten so big that they are able to act like a government or like a tyrannical government, especially, is really the the issues. Like if a, if a corporation gets big enough and they're paving roads for you, well, fucking great, but they're never going to do that. They're only going to get big enough to the point where they are trampling on, on human rights. And they might be a private company, these fucking libertarians with their, and it's not all of them. But that it is one of the most annoying parts of of being a libertarian was, or still is, 
you know, knowing these people that are so autistic that they're incapable of understanding the differences between like the philosophy and the real world application is that, okay, yeah, Twitter's a private company, but Twitter is also a private company that control the fucking narrative for the entire planet practically. And they have all sorts of fucking contracts and they are working with the government to suppress information. And people need to understand that that's bad. <laughs> and if you can, you can just stick your head in the sand as a libertarian and say that they're a private company. Oh, well, well then, you know, I feel bad for you when you're the one hanging from the gallows or living, you know, because now we're in a dystopian future where you have to like hide books and use Filecoin to secretly distribute information around. I don't know. It's nuts. Where was I going with all of this? Um, it just pisses me off that the the concept of misinformation, like that word misinformation, uh, it's who gets to determine that should not be up to some sort of nebulous group out there in the ether that is like the CIA or something. Like nobody would agree that uh, North Korea, which controls all the information that their citizens get, or China that controls the information their citizens get, that that is a... None of you fucking idiots out there that agree with that or that agree with what... When that happens in the U.S. How do I put this? Nobody... People in the U.S. would look at that and think that that is abhorrent, Right. But there's so many people in the U.S. that also agree that that needs to be done because they just watch. They're like, well, CNN doesn't lie to me. CNN isn't working with the government or some shit like because they're just fucking ignorant and don't think for themselves. And the same thing goes on the right. They just listen to Trump or they watch Fox News and they think Fox News is giving them proper information, not realizing that Fox News is a corporation that's filling a market need for alleged right-wing news. You know, I mean, Fox News is the perfect, like... It's the boogeyman. Like they, they could be, just, and I think they are. They're, they're really just a company that that fills that niche. But they are like, they're the guy that owns or started Whole Foods. You know, that is a complete, rabid capitalist. But his market, that he serves, is the kind of people that probably hate capitalism. And so you got to think critically about that. That uh, I don't know. I'm just getting on a crazy rant here. So I think. Uh, you know, I'm trying to diversify my savings and my investments and, I don't know, see what happens with the cryptocurrencies. Keep an eye on that and really try and try and figure out how to hedge against what seems like a really dark time that is coming financially for, I think, most people. And if you're just floating along out there not really thinking about this, then I think it's going to be bad times for you. Um it makes me wonder if now shouldn't be the time to just, like, you know, I mean, you could take a, a crazy, stupid gamble and just, like, max out your credit cards, put it into, well, you wouldn't want to do it now because Bitcoin's up, like, a thousand percent, but, you know, I've heard of crazy people doing that, and some get lucky, I'm sure some don't, but right, if we get into a hyperinflationary uh, system, um, if inflation takes off, then debt means nothing. So I don't know. It's probably a very foolish thing to to gamble with, though, because I uh, I I don't know that I'm smart enough financially to really uh, be any good at that shit. So, <laughs> but that goes along with like, you know, how do I plan for the future? Um, like you know, a few few weeks ago, Andrew was asking me about goals and stuff, and that might have been was that before I came out here? I don't even remember. 
or oh no it was uh while we were driving around tahoe and so i have i have i've well i don't know if i have i i don't really i'm not very good at like really planning or making goals or any of that shit but i often think about at times like you know what the fuck is my life what is this life and i don't know how to plan for the future but it's like what what can i do to hedge against you know what seems like to use the cliche like winter is coming um how do i you know do i i have a pretty good job right now that i i think well i don't know who the fuck knows after the last job but the current job seems like it's going to go pretty darn well and then i need to find a house that has some land and is out in the middle of nowhere like like something with like 10 acres and maybe i should learn how to hunt and 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 farm like you know, would that be the worst thing to know? Would that, you know, to figure out how to kind of live off the grid just to be safe? And I was thinking, you know, researching about this file coin, this is, um, you, you can basically, like Bitcoin, you can mine for this file coin by hosting files on servers. So, like, I was thinking while I was, uh, you know, taking a shower this morning, it's like, well, what if you could, what if you built, you know, like, well, in western Pennsylvania, there's these abandoned mines. So what if you got an abandoned mine? Or something like if you could maybe lease space, but it would be better to own it, and you could set up basically a server farm. Because the problems with it, like Bitcoin mining and any sort of computing mining, is the electricity. So you would want to figure out how to have like solar panels, or I was thinking a water wheel. There's a lot of rivers around, and if you could somehow hook up a water wheel, like if you could find a creek, you know that you could own and you would want to study the water table and stuff to see like or have a backup because you know water you can always get into a drought situation but i think a water wheel like how much electricity can you produce with that it makes me wonder but what if you were able to invest in, and start a business where you basically created your own server farm and were mining cryptocurrencies <laughs> i don't know it seems like a, a completely retarded crazy idea and the reason for the mine like the, the 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 literal abandoned mine is that computers create a shit ton of heat. So if you could put it down in the, in like a cave, in this case a man-made cave, then maybe you could uh, reduce the amount of heating. Well, you wouldn't need heating. Reduce the amount of cooling that you would need in order to run these uh, mining computers. I don't know. But this is how it goes, is that I have these wild thoughts about shit, and then I never go through with actually, like, properly researching and thinking about it. Like, you know, that's what an entrepreneur would do, is actually try and come up with a plan and figure out if it was even feasible, where I'm just like, oh, I had a thought, and now I'm going to go back to watching football. But this last year, and especially this time I've had out here in California, really makes me think, um, you know, the company keeps hinting that they would really like me to stay out here and work you know, to move out here to California, and it's just like, like, there's no fucking way, there's, nobody moves to California, I mean, I was listening to the Tom Woods podcast today, and Andrew turned me on to two shows, uh, Tom Woods and comedian Dave Smith are two libertarians that have fucking fantastic podcasts, um, and Tom Woods was talking about, for whatever reason, California, on, I think, this latest episode, and, he, you know, he was pointing out all the things that I kind of already knew, but it was just hilarious because I've had these conversations where I'm like, sorry, there's no fucking way I would ever move to California, least of which the L.A. area, which is just like, 
I don't know. I don't know why I fucking hate it so much, but, you know, I mean, I would rather move to Florida. Like, I hated living in southern Georgia, but, like, after this last year, it seems like Florida, even though it's kind of a really shitty place to live, it's like, well, I don't know. But everything can turn around. Like, people, the people I talk to, they're like, yeah, California wasn't that bad 10 years ago. It probably was still worse than the rest of the country, and I think most people know that, but now it's just a complete disaster, and it's like there's the amount of money that a company would have to pay me to get me to move out here would never happen, I'm sure, because it would have to be like six figures plus. I mean, it, no, it'd have to be more than that. It'd have to be like 500 grand a year or some shit, you know, to make it worth my while to live in a place that I just find gross and depressing. Um, but like, then you would just be taxed all the shit and all your money would have to go into, you know, the highest gas prices and the highest rent prices in the country and all this crap. And like, I would have a, I would have a better chance of, of working. Like if I, if I was up here, you know, Northern California is fucking gorgeous. So if you could make enough money to live up there, which I wouldn't, but still, uh, California sucks. So, you know, I'm just trying to think like plan for the future. Like I don't want to be, it's ironic that I moved closer to a city, uh, two or three years ago because I was like, ah, I'm tired of being way out in the woods. But then again, I still, like, that's the beauty of Pittsburgh, is that you don't have to go very far to have a decent amount of land away from the city. And it's not like, you know, the shit that went down last year inside the cities. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I wouldn't have lived there anyway in the places where this happened, because it was, like, in the downtown areas or the very close to downtown areas. And um, I just wouldn't want to be that close to the city, but I I like being close-ish, right? And there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of, like, houses with a decent amount of land. But, you know, I mean, the idea of just, like, moving to Wyoming and getting a cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere sure would be nice if you could figure out how to do that. So that kind of, you know, that ties back to, like, man, it sure is tempting, like, because of all these stories of people making a shitload of money on Bitcoin or something, like, I don't know, if, if you could figure out, maybe you could get lucky enough to do that again, I don't know if anyone will, but... A uh, man can dream, um, and it seems like cryptocurrencies, like as far as betting goes, you know, it's it's a it's less dangerous than playing the lottery. I mean, Christ, imagine the people that I've worked with that that put money into the lottery. If they had put that money into something like a cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, or just a fucking IRA, <laughs> I don't know about the IRA, but you know, they would have so much more money than just gam. But people like gambling. And maybe I like gambling now, too, that there's there's Bitcoin. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I, I just, you know, I work with this guy and he keeps talking about, I guess his family, you know, we were talking about cabins and stuff and his family has a cabin. And that's his dream is to just live way out in the woods in the cabin. And he was, showed me, you know, this, this YouTube site or this YouTube channel about this guy building a cabin out in the middle of the woods. And it's like, man, could I do that? Like, would that... Would I be better off? I like technology and I like the internet, and like, but I don't know. I I, I like being out in the country too. I like being being alone, I guess. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, I'm sure that if I decided to build my own ca- my own cabin way out in the woods, I'm sure I'd probably twist an ankle at some point and just die and be like, "Fuck me! Why'd I build a cabin in the middle of the woods?" As I slowly starve to death, and then the wolves show up, and uh, you know. I'm shining my flashlight, 
around the, the woods and then you're just picking out these these hungry looking eyes and then the battery starts to die and I'm like, no! And then it fades to black and all you hear is crunching and screaming. That's probably how I'll die if I had a cabin in the woods. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's a much more intelligent way to figure that out. But, uh, you know, I mean, it starts with uh, thinking about this stuff instead of not thinking about it. And so... Uh, you know, Andrew was right. It's good to have a goal and I have no goals really other than to just like, I just have like <laughs> fucking anxiety about life. Um, as a, and then I don't do anything about it other than just continue to be anxious. Ugh. So I don't know, but yeah, Bitcoin is a real bummer because uh, you know, it's really stupid too. Cause it's like how many times, and I'm sure if you listen to this stupid show, you, you've been aware of Bitcoin the same amount of time that we have and it's just like other than nick because nick was smart enough to i think he had a gambling problem too but like we all had those chances where it's like well i should have bought it at x dollars i should have bought it at x dollars i should have bought it at x dollars (laughs) and then for whatever reason i don't and i should have just been you know you know because i was i was putting money away into a savings account and shit and like now that just sits there and it's it's worthless almost um I mean, I guess it's not worthless, but it is... You could have taken the chance and put that money into something that would have given a return. And quite frankly, the only thing that does that nowadays is cryptocurrencies or hooking. I don't know. (laughs) Drug dealing. I can't wait to hear Andrew's rebuttal to all this shit that I've just said, because he fucking hates cryptocurrencies. Um, And maybe he's got a valid point, but I don't know. I don't... uh, I, I still that's why I look at it like a diversification because this technology is not going away. Maybe the government will try and shut it down at some point, but then it will just go underground and it will continue to exist. It'll just be harder to use, I guess. And I don't know if it'll ever be an actual viable currency, but as long as you know, I mean it's global. So as long as if the United States outlaws it, but Canada doesn't, and then Canada will have that you know, technology and power of the cryptocurrency stuff or other countries. Like, I feel like that, you know, it's just going to like, it, it'll be in the best interest of the countries to figure out how to work with this new technology that's not going away because uh, you, they'd have to shut down the entire fucking internet in order to combat it, I think. Um, I've gone back to shaving my head uh, thanks to being in the worst state in the union. I... Um, obviously can't get a haircut. Um, I, I made the mistake of not getting a haircut and it wouldn't have mattered anyway because I'm out here for so long, but I didn't get a haircut before I came out here. And then only a couple of weeks or like three weeks after I got out here, they, they locked down again because even though California has been locked down and is allegedly, you know, it it has some of the, the highest restrictions and has had them for the longest, but yet they still like Florida, uh, another reason to listen to Tom Woods is great. Like Florida has been open pretty much this entire time, and California has been like the most locked down. But yet California is doing fucking terrible. So just like, how do people not? How do they not? Uh, well, I guess they don't know if you don't bother to go out and find the alternate information that the, you know, that the fucking lefties are trying to suppress. You know, that's that's a good reason. That's why I'm so scared about this whole digital book burning shit. Oh, that's what it was. There was an article that was talking about like, well, here's another way that uh, the crazy white supremacists and the Trump supporters are getting around, you know, (laughs) spreading their alleged misinformation. 
of course they don't say alleged they just they you know they guarantee it's only the worst human beings on the planet that are somehow getting around the good fine folks at cnn that are the purest driven snow of you know truthful information uh podcasts they were talking about like oh my god can you believe that apple and google host podcasts that are talking about crazy right-wing shit like uh questioning covid policy <laughs> and uh so that's another reason why I like this file coin thing really kind of interests me and you know i mean file sharing maybe that's another way because <sighs> it was you know i mean it's been 20 years since um jesus what is that shit peer-to-peer uh you know like pirate bay torrents Right, like torrents are still around, but nobody really uses them anymore because they've been cracked down on so hard. So I don't know if, like, that's, I bet that's what the government, like, the governments can figure out how to control and manipulate currencies. So they're probably, like, that's what they're working on with Bitcoin. But, like, I don't know. I wonder if they're more scared of of sharing files. You know, this file coin thing, like, what, how do they, uh, I'm going to have to research that more, but, like, how do they... How are they going to convince these stupid fucks in government that are just going to be like, oh, I guarantee you're, you're trafficking and money laundering porn and baby fucking, I don't know. Makes me wonder. But podcasts, yeah, they're, you know, they, 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 um, they don't have a gatekeeper and it scares the people on the left. And I mean, I'm sure, I guarantee you that there are people on the right that would say the exact same thing. So like... I mean, the real danger is that, yeah, there's there's just too much support. But right now, the biggest threat to free speech is the left. And so this article was basically pointing out that, like, oh, oh the boogeyman of white supremacists and the boogeyman of Trump supporters and the boogeyman of QAnon, um, they can just have, anybody can make a fucking podcast, and then it's out there on Google or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Well, I think the article I saw, they actually talked about Spotify does censor a bunch of their shit. So they're like, hooray for that. Good job. But that, that'll that be the next um, avenue of attack is that they're going to go off or go after anyone who hosts. And even though, for the most part, Apple, Apple doesn't actually host any podcasts that I know of. They aggregate them. They just basically have, you know, it's an RSS aggregator. That's the whole point. We make a podcast, we host our own files, we have our own website, and then basically Apple just has a website, like a little repository, where it's like, you can just basically put your link. It's like a library, except they're, except, no, Apple is the card catalog of the library, and the library, the books in the library are all the random podcasts, but they're you know, the books are just spread out throughout the entire town in everybody's personal homes or businesses. And so, you know, this article in the AP was arguing that, that somebody needs to control this card catalog because <laughs> they probably don't understand that the, the podcasts are hosted and shared in other many, many other ways. But, I mean, that's part of the attack is like you have to get the big cocksucking Silicon Valley corporations on board to censor all this shit like they did with Parler. Um, and then it just makes it that much harder. Like it's, it's about controlling competition and it's about silencing alternative views. And they, you know, everyone, if you don't look at it, if you don't look underneath, you know, the, the surface, you just think that like, yeah, how would anybody argue against, uh, you know, the Antifa being 
even though they're not, but let's say like terrorists, ooh, the boogeyman of the terrorists, like terrorists can't talk, drug dealers can't communicate. Yeah, let's let's figure out how to censor this shit. And then it turns into, well, we're now banning podcasts and books and any sort of competition to the big three social medias. <laughs> and uh, it's so fucking frustrating and scary that people don't fucking understand like how stupid this is and and un-American it is to talk about this shit, but they're just going to cheer it on like, yeah, put the shackles right around my nuts. And then, you know, because the, the left is cheering it on right now, but w- would the left have supported this shit if, you know, let's say whistleblowers like Julian Assange and Edward Snowden, you know, the left would, would be losing their fucking minds if it was Trump out there talking about they need to they need to crack down on this internet site you know, WikiLeaks, you know, maybe they did, or as an example, right, WikiLeaks, um, you know, was, was, I think he, like, WikiLeaks lost favor whenever, uh, releasing the Clinton emails, but, and I'm no scholar about this shit, but anyway, regardless, it's a slippery slope, and any sort of fucking stupid powers that you, you put in place to try and prevent your enemies from doing something, eventually is going to be turned around, on you yourself, and that's what Americans sadly have completely lost uh, that value of. It's it's just it's complete like childish tit for tat. Like, um, you know, Biden is gonna uh, first day he's in office, he's gonna do all kinds of stupid shit, and just basically with the stroke of a pen undo everything that that uh, Trump did. Like that's what it's gonna turn into. Is here in ten years, it's all just gonna be like no one's gonna know anything because. <laughs> Uh, you know, until somebody reigns in this fucking idiotic executive power of um, whatever, whatever, God damn it, I forget what they are, the decrees that presidents get to make, executive orders. Like, until they outlaw executive orders, then it's just going to ramp up where, you know, Obama did a fuck ton of them, then Trump had to do a bunch of his and just, like, it completely subverts the entire reason that we have a Congress and a Senate. <laughs> as stupid and useless as they are, um, the whole point is to slow down and, and, you know, well, I mean, that's a, a result of the education system is that people just don't realize that, uh, you know, it's not a good thing when the, when the government can just go full bore creating all kinds of laws because, uh, usually they're bad. Almost always they're bad if you actually give any critical thought into it. Am I still recording? Jesus Christ, I am. I'm almost at an hour and a half now. Uh, man, that, I I just went off on that rant again about the, the whole information control thing. And I probably was trying to make some sort of point and completely forgot because I went on to a rant. But because I'm in California and I couldn't, uh, couldn't get a haircut, I shaved my head. I had to go out and get a pair of trimmers and uh, just buzz in my head again, which is great because... I buzzed my head for 10 years when I was when I was in the Army and for a while after I got out of the Army... Um, a girl I was dating convinced me to start growing my hair out again, and I was like, all right, you know, yeah, it is kind of nice to look like a, a normal person. I'm not a big fan of, like, I just don't, I don't know, I don't like the way I look with a shaved head, but I really fucking love how easy it is to live with, uh, because my hair was getting so long out here, like, I'd go out to the beach, and my, like, it gets sweaty and just disgusting, and this long, stringy hair, sweaty hair is, like, in my eyes and in my ears and under my hat, and, like, it's just, and it's just a fucking mess, like, you know, you wake up and you got the bedhead and stuff. 
nothing better than taking a shower and getting out and just getting dressed and like not having to worry about combing your hair like this is a, a one less thing to bother about who cares if i wear a hat or not my hair's not getting messed up you do need to wear a hat sometimes uh because sun protection becomes far more critical because you don't have the hair to block the sun and then in the winter uh it's much colder so you might need a sock cap that's important if you're bald but it's just i don't know i had it's been about 10 years that i had hair again so i had hair when i was a kid we're just gonna ignore that because i didn't have a choice really uh my dad was quite strict about uh hairstyles so 10 years shaved head 10 years growing my hair back out again um going to the barbershop is the worst i fucking hate it uh but i do like looking like a normal person respectable uh but on the other hand what do i do now like i've had i've had 10 years with and without hair and i'm it's really tempting to just keep shaving my head and just never never grow my hair out ever again uh because it's just it's just such a fucking pain in the ass and um i don't know i have to figure out this pandemic horse shit really uh and I'm getting older, too. Like, Jesus Christ, I'm 38. I'll be 40 soon. Who gives a fuck what I look like? Like, the only bummer is that I can't just grow out my beard. Like, I don't have a beard to grow. That that was the that was my dream. When I got out of the army, I was like, I'm going to let my beard grow out, and I'm just going to shave my head and my beard the same length, and it'll be so easy. I won't have to shave ever again. And it turns out, no. No. You don't get to have a beard. Fucking Genetics. I've talked long enough. Um, my throat's getting rather dry. That's why I had to take a break at first. I need to come back and see what the... Uh, I don't know. Let's turn the TV on here. I mean, halftime is well over. So let's see what the Bucks, uh, Buccaneers, and the... Oh, it's commercial, of course. Um, see what the Buccaneers Saints game is. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. This has been Puke. I believe I talked about every fucking thing that I needed to. Uh, and I really want to say thank you for everybody that supports the show and also everybody that supports the show just by listening. I understand this has been a crazy year and so not everybody, uh, has the money to financially support uh, a bunch of idiots with microphones, but if you do, we do appreciate it because it helps us buy things like a, you know, a USB mic so that I can do a recording out here in an apartment in California. Oh yeah, and I'm still in Fremont. Like that's another thing too. Is like, you know, it's it's a very fluid. Uh, <laughs> it's very fluid as to what the schedule is going to be, and so at this point, I'm still in the Bay Area. I was supposed to be in like the LA area at this point, but now it's it's going to be pushed off until maybe mid February. So we'll see what happens. Uh, so I don't know. I am getting pretty homesick though. Uh, I don't know. I miss my poor cat, and I miss my own bed because the bed here sucks. I just don't like it. Like, you know, it's just weird. It's not the kind of sheets I would have. Holy shit, they're still tied 20-20. Two minutes left in the third. Um, but whatever. Uh, you know, I don't have any expenses other than, <laughs> other than a mortgage and rent. So, but I think my rent's... I paid Andrew rent up until March. I forget. I'm pretty certain that's what I did. But my house is still for sale. Hooray. Uh, it'll be nice when that fucking thing gets sold, obviously. Uh, especially before the, uh, you know, 
if people uh, the reason I put it on the market mainly is because it's like holy shit you don't really need to be living here and everybody's buying houses like the housing market went nuts there and I'm sure I missed it completely because you know fuck me so anyway uh, I just keep rambling and now I'm just blathering on and watching football you want to hear some of the football see proof anyway Hey, thanks for listening. Rock on. I'm off the grid, so don't you bother me. I've chopped out the rat race, live at my own pace. Sit on the porch with a shotgun. Do a couple of chores in the big outdoors. I crack myself another cold one. I want to drop off the deep end, fully for the weekend. I feel like a mountain man. Gonna live off the land like my grandpa did. I want to drop out the rat race, live at my own pace. Sit on the porch with a shotgun. That's what I did.